Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Working can be such a drag, but it's a necessary evil. What better way to combat the woes of the working world than to commiserate with your fellow man? I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we're the hosts of Fuck My Work Life, a comedy podcast where we share people's stories from the workplace. Whether they're funny, weird, scary, or just plain messed up, they're always entertaining and may leave you thinking you don't have it so bad after all. Available on all major podcast platforms. Give us a listen. Your sanity may just depend on it. Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Catherine. And I'm Healy. And we are Saturdays for the Ghouls. Hey, Podmoth Podcast. How are you doing? I'm a little sore, but I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just getting over cold, so I'm tired. But I feel better today than I have for the last, like, six days. (laughs) Catherine was a little sicky sick. (laughs) But I'm on the mend now. I think I'm getting better. What week is it, Haley? It's uh, March 6th. No, March 7th. And what week is it in the podcast, Haley? <laughs> March 7th doesn't tell me what week it is either. It's uh, a apparent. I, I, uh, I was told it is horror movie week. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Do you have a horror movie for us? Ah, oh, shit. You know that's like literally the only thing you have to do. <laughs> Except edit now. Not this week. Yeah, your girl a little busy. So I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> what movie uh, do you have for us? I know what movie we have for us because we watched it yesterday. But Haley's going to introduce <clears throat> the movie to you guys. Spooky Vance. We are watching Through the Looking Glass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're talking about Oculus. Woo! And not the VR. Sorry. Yeah, I was kind of sad there wasn't any VR technology in this movie. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. I know Catherine's guess for the movie of what it would be about. She's like, like the game, the VR. And I was like, no. <laughs> Uh, but I okay, so I think that my final answer was that I had watched someone watch this movie, like someone watched it while I was in the same room, but like I didn't specifically pick it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when I when you say Oculus, don't think of any movie at all. You know, like I don't nothing crosses my brain. But watching that movie, I swear I'd seen that movie. <laughs> So, like, I feel like someone in my vicinity watched it, and I was in the same room as them, so. Which which is, again, why I was, like, looking through my notes while we were watching it, because I was like, did we do this movie? And I just don't remember. We haven't done this movie on the podcast. I would not. remember. I'd remember if I'd seen it for the podcast. Because of all my fun facts? Because of your fun facts. And, like, I feel like once we do a podcast movie episode about it, like... I, it's ingrained in the brain now. So, we are talking about Oculus. Oculus is a movie made by Mike Flanagan. 
Which we did another movie by Mike Flanagan not too long ago. Literally th- th- two weeks ago. I know. I was like, maybe we shouldn't do one so close, but Catherine's never seen it. And I was like, oh, this will be a good one. So <laughs> um, I really do like this movie. It's, I feel like it's, it's a little underrated, like how many people know about this movie. And it's not, it's not like one of those Mike Flanagan straight to Netflix movies that he's been doing recently. This movie actually went in theaters. Um, but yeah. Um, let's see. It came out April 11th, 2014. And as I wrote that down, I was like, man, I should have done it next month instead of this month. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We kind of choose movies like like the ocean, you know, the ebb and flow. Maybe it's about a holiday that's coming up. Maybe it's about blah blah. It's like whatever <laughs> we're feeling. True. My whole motivation for picking this movie was because you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> There's lots of movies I haven't seen though. I know, but we were like talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good one." Yeah. It did get a 6.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And Google 81, or IMDb? I'm, uh, IMDb. And then 81% of Google Google users liked it. Okay. Which I thought was, thought that was pretty good. 81%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so, like I said, Mike Flanagan, this man is like... I don't know if it's just... If he's one of those people that's like a control freak or what, but like he does everything. Mm-hmm. So he like co-wrote it with some with some people, and he also like directed it and edited it. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> but, but I guess it I guess it paid off. Then it was uh, it made it made good money. Made good money. I guess he's obviously good at directing. I guess true. So the budget, Catherine. Was five yes. million. Okay. Five million dollars. How much do you think it made? Did it make its money back? Yes. Twenty-two million dollars. Literally, I find that funny because take your number and double it. Forty-four. That's what it made back. Yes. Holy shit! And on their opening day, the opening day for the movie, they basically almost made back their budget. Just in the opening day. Whoa. Which That's I crazy. find insane. Exactly. Yeah. The uh the exact number they made four million nine hundred sixty six thousand and eight eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Wow. I was like, ah, oh, so close to that five million. I would have gone out and bought like tickets or something if it was my movie and like I was just this close. <laughs> I want to try to go like buy a bunch of tickets. Ask all my friends to buy tickets. Be like, I just need another go. like, I just need another like thirty thousand dollars, man. Buy out all the seats <laughs> in all the theaters that you can find that have extra seats. I was kind of kind of wanting us to watch the alternate ending. No, 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 no. Oh, this movie is based off of a short film by Mike Flanagan. Oh, well, no wonder he wanted to control everything. Because <laughs> he, like, 
created it. Right. So it's about 30 minutes long. I haven't, I've, I just saw the cover of it. Uh Um, but it's called Oculus chapter three, the man with the plan. That's what it's called. I don't know where it is. I didn't get that far, but I was like, that'd be cool. Me and Catherine Washington, like some, whatever similarities there is. But I think the only similarity is the, the mirror. Mm. And and the evil that is the mirror, right? You remember that all of that history that the girl was talking about? I wonder if that was like part of the um short the short movie. Maybe you know, like a part of its like origin story was in that short film, and that's where she got all of that information. Yeah, I don't think he put the origin story in there only because I, I read in my research that he was a big fan of, of HP Lovecraft mm-hmm. and, and in Lovecraftian literature. Yeah. He quoted that he never really gave an explanation and right. it, it often was some alien force that if you were even to comprehend what it was it would make you mad like it would drive you insane right he said evil in the world doesn't have an answer lovecraft or michael flanagan said that that's what flanagan said Mm, okay i mean that makes sense with the whole movie yeah like the whole thing (laughs) right right i was like oh interesting interesting so I don't expect us to get a prequel ever. <laughs> the movie first premiered in at the Toronto International Film Festival, TIFF for short, in 2013. Hmm. At that time, some studios like saw it, mainly WWE, the WWE studios. <laughs> they decided <laughs> to come on. When we saw that in the beginning, I was like, is this a wrestling movie? I'm confused. Right. Like I've I've seen a lot of WWE studio movies and ninety-nine percent of them always have a wrestler in it. Like that's why. Right. But none of these actors are wrestlers. That's weird. So I yeah, I did think that was really weird. There was a fun fact during the auction scene. When they're um, auctioning off the mirror and the auctioneer states that the mirror was found um, at the Levesque estate. Uh Apparently that's Triple H's real last name. Okay. But, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like pay homage. But the further that I dived into my research... It was a whole coincidence because WWE didn't jump on the film until after the Toronto Film Festival. So right. after the movie was made. Right. That's what I would that's why I was thinking, oh, because they pulled it from a film festival, that's probably why there's no whatever. What is that called? Wrestlers into the in the movie. That's what I was thinking initially when you said that. So but maybe they made him refilm it. At least that, little, that one part. Maybe. I don't know. 
maybe they just added it in there for a little bit of splash. I was like of all I was like of all people Triple H, but I mean I guess. So I have no idea what anything is when it comes to wrestling. So that's why I'm like, yeah, why? I was happy. Okay. It. Oh, I'll give you a little a little history. A little oh bit. no. Okay. So so Vince McMahon is the creator of oh no 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 no. Vince McMahon is like he's the CEO like he is the man like he's the one that created WWE he had two kids that were active in the wrestling business right his son no okay only wrestler I know is John Cena sorry Yes, yes. And Dog the Bounty Hunter? Is that a wrestler? Oh, no, he's no. a bounty hunter. No. <laughs> I think you're thinking of... Uh, who cares? You're th- I-, I know who you're thinking oh, of, but I can't remember his hair. name. Yes, you're thinking of him, but I can't yes, remember his I'm thinking of him. Right yeah, yeah. He doesn't matter. Okay. Ed McMahon had two people, two kids, a son and a daughter. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Because I cut you yes. off. Yes. Yep. Okay. The daughter is married or was married to Triple H. So Triple H oh. became like a co-owner kind of thing. That is the only reason why I can kind of see him being like up there. Triple H, you know what you did? I know what you did. You got in where the where the going was good, didn't you? <laughs> I feel like I could never marry a wrestler if my dad was Ed McMahon. No, not Ed McMahon. What's his name? Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. I feel like I could never date a wrestler if I was the daughter of Vince McMahon. Because I'd never know if their intentions were pure. It'd be like a freaking mafia romance. It's really what I think the wrestling world is. is like a mafia. Uh, I'm going to get roasted from any wrestling fan that listens to us. Good thing no one listens to us. It's like, good thing no one is listening. Good thing no one's listening. You know what? I, um... There's this uh, there's this sound on TikTok that's like Hulk Hogan. That's his name. But yeah, why why could we not think of Hulk Hogan? That's weird. Anyway, I'm I'm um, so mad. <laughs> like I was like, bro, Hogan's heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have known that. Okay. Anyway, yes, this movie literally like I was starting to think about Valentine. How like there was just too many hands in the pot, you know. Uh, because there's literally like five studios. Five. Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, "Are we to the movie yet?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, I was okay. And Haley's like, "You have to pay attention." And like for some reason, for when she said that, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch every single second of this. And I'm gonna know exactly what's gonna happen." And then, like, I'm watching the first part. And I'm like, "Do I have to pay attention to this part? Because this seems like it's just the studios." But I can't tell because we've been doing this for like thirty minutes already. <laughs> Okay, it wasn't 30 minutes. That's an exaggeration, but still. <laughs> anyway. I know. It was it was a second, yeah. <laughs> I think there was five. I wrote them down. Yeah, it was uh, Blumhouse, WWE, uh, MICA Entertainment, Mist Entertainment, and Intrepid Pictures, which Intrepid, if I'm saying that right, I apologize, is Mike Flanagan's like production studio yeah it's it's him along with a few other like co-owners but the tagline for this movie is 
you see what it wants you to see. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. And the, right. And the it is the mirror. Whatever entity lives within this mirror. Um, so, Catherine, as you, perk up, as you perk up like the cute little dog you are over there. So, my favorite part of this is Catherine's synopsis. So, Catherine, please give us Catherine's synopsis for Oculus. Okay. So, um, once upon a time, there was a family of four. And at the door was a mirror. And that mirror, I was going to rhyme, but then I stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I not think of any more rhymes. But anyway, uh, they brought this vintage mirror into their house. Anyway, that was bad news bears for the whole entire, like, fam. Fim fam. Anyway, so the mirror basically, like, seduces Daddy-O and, like, makes him do bad things. And uh, these two kids have to watch their dad as they basically, like, fucks a mirror and, like, kills his <laughs> wife at the same time. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, no mirrors were in the making of this movie. Fast forward, like, I don't know, 10 years? And and here we are. We're grown-ups. The little kid, the little boy who was watching his dad fuck a mirror has come out of psych ward, which he probably should have been in the psych ward for 10 years after having to see that. And his sister, who did not go to the psych ward, is fucking batshit. She's fucking batshit crazy, and she probably should have been in the psych ward. Anyway, she's like, baby bro, you're out. And we're going to go fucking kill that mirror. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it so much. And so then she like allures him into the house and like has everything set up. And she has like a man control center set up. Anyway, long story short, both of them go in and only one comes up. <laughs> the end. Also, somewhere in there, her boyfriend dies. Fiance. Fiance. Whatever. Who is played by Nathan. No. He's played by James Lafferty, who plays Nathan in One Tree Hill. And if you guys know anything, I'm a One Tree Hill bitch. <laughs> the end. Yep, especially, I love how you kept saying he fucked a mirror. Okay, well, he didn't really... Okay, fucked a mirror is, like, a very loose interpretation of what happened. <laughs> but he was definitely <laughs> seduced by a ghost that came out of the mirror. And maybe he never actually sincerely fucked the ghost either, but, like... He, the ghost was controlling him, but it's basically like he fucked a mirror. <laughs> right. <laughs> that ghost wasn't really there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the whole the whole premise, the whole reason Oculus is different, okay? So the reason why I told Catherine that she needs to pay the fuck attention to this movie is it can be confusing. Yeah. If you are not paying attention. Because yeah. this movie, the way that it was sh- filmed and edited together is like, it's two, like interwoven two, timelines. Yeah, it's it's two timelines paralleled over each other telling you the story all at the same time. Like at first it's like flashbacks whatever and then near the end of the movie it's just a fucking batshit crazy back and forth back young is now old old is now like it's a whole thing they're they're uh oh it's just it's just a lot okay yeah. but it's so good it's so unique 
Catherine basically described it very well. For once. <laughs> For once. No. So we have the Russell family, which consists of Kaylee, Tim, the mom, Marie, and Alan, the dad. They get the house is beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's huge. But yeah, so they move into this new house, try to start a new life, fresh, get some, you know, antique furniture, because that's what the mom wanted, which apparently is this mirror. <laughs> Don't know where they got it from. They just got it. And he puts it, the dad decides to put it in his office. And slowly but surely, like, things start to happen in the house. The kids start seeing this strange woman who they all think that the dad's having an affair with, which she kind of, yeah, is, like, seducing the dad, right? It's causing the mom to, like, go crazy because she's very insecure of herself already. And the mirror can make you see things, think things. It's ridiculous. Like, whatever entity it is. I feel like there was an implied nature that that was like there was prior infidelity and that's why they moved. And that's another I never... reason why she was she was insecure because remember when she came into the office um he said you're like you know you're the woman for me and she goes the only woman. And like that's why I was like mm, he seems like a cheater. That's why I thought that it was implied, very, very, very loosely implied that maybe they moved and or they were, they had a history where he he did cheat on her. And I think that's why she was insecure. I feel like generally women um, aren't insecure in their marriages unless they have been given a reason to be. She was also very insecure because she would always look at her like C-section scar. Mm -hmm. And she just, I guess, didn't feel as beautiful. Like, she's like, oh, how can you still love me? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. So shit starts happening in the house. Again, we're also... We meet present Kaylee and Tim. Which we kind of assume that that's who they are. Because it does say, like, ten years earlier or ten years later. Only once. Yeah. O- only one time. You only get it one time. And then you got to figure it out for the rest on your own. Yeah. Um. But... uh. Yeah, so we're following, like, we're kind of learning throughout the movie. Like, it's just kind of, like, adding on to the story. And then um, it kind of makes you think that maybe Kaylee's wrong. Because adult Kaylee is, like Catherine said, she didn't go to the psychiatric place. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Tim did. Tim ended up going because he shot his dad and killed his dad. So they took him away and he was in like a whole psych thing and he came to terms with it. And he basically like formed this memory that was more normal. Like, Oh, dad was having an affair. Mom found out about it. The dad went crazy and killed the mom. Like, right. It was a whole thing. Kaylee and Tim Kaylee wants to you know finish it and kill the mirror because she believes that the mirror is evil Tim thinks she's crazy right (laughs) which she does come off as crazy for sure yeah she did she did like this whole history of the mirror like coincidences possibly whatever but basically everyone that has come in contact or owned this mirror has died in some mysterious way 
and have people and around I, them also have died. Right. It it like drains you. Right. It, it's yeah. It's like taking your energy, your life force, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it feeds off you. Feeds off your energy. Yeah. Haley, they go back to their their original house. They set it up in the office. She has these. She has all these precautions. She has like two cameras set up. Two like one in the corner and battery. She, it's a whole thing. She's got constant alarms like going off like every hour, every thirty minutes to make sure they eat, drink. She has her fiance calling her every on the hour to make sure she's okay. Um, like she had, she has a pretty smart plan going on, right? She even has this thing called a kill switch, which is connected to like a kitchen timer and it'll release this like 20 pound, like swinging death trap. So everything seems good. She's got all of her science backed up slowly. She's got plants everywhere all throughout the house. So she knows the radius of the mirror, like it's power because what the mirror can do, like the tagline says, it can make you see what it wants you to see. So, there's many scenes that, like, trip us out and are like, is that real? Is it not real? Like, this movie has you guessing everything. Right. Like, there's the scene with, they're, like, replacing the light bulbs and they're also eating apples. <laughs> and Catherine, Catherine was like, Bro, she's about to eat a fucking light bulb. I know it. And it shows her, like, eat a light bulb, but it's actually the apple. It just fucking trips you out, Oof. man. It can only, like, manipulate your mind, right? So they also have their cell phones, but if they're recording it, like, if they're looking at it through their phone camera, it won't come up. Like, if it... If it's if they're seeing it and it doesn't come up on their camera, it's not real. Also, it can like manipulate phone calls. So there's a part where her fiance calls, and she was like 50-50 chance that was even him. Yeah. And this part made me so sad because during the experiment, her fiance comes in, but at first it's not him. Like it, it's it's her mom, her dead mom, like trying to get her. And so she stabs her in the neck and then it turns out to be the fiance. And then she starts freaking out. She's like, wait, I don't think it's him. And she takes up her camera and his body is on the screen. So she's like, Oh, like I killed my fiance. And I hope I was hoping, I was like, man, I really hope it's not him, but she killed him. I was was hoping that there was some hope for us, but no, (laughs) there wasn't. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's a it's a wild fucking ride, man. And then the last like twenty minutes of the film are just disorienting and confusing at first. And then like you just gotta ride it out, right? You just gotta go along with it, and it'll be fine. Because it it just jumps back and forth for them being kids to them being adults to the adults like they're seeing their dead parents. Like it's it's all like combining into one, right? And it's just the ending so sad and shocking and basically it ends how it started. Long story short. But I would highly recommend watching this movie. It is a fucking mind trip. You're going back and forth and back and forth and 
each each time you go back and forth between the timelines, it's less and less time. And then like it's just literally a movement that's being edited into the t- next timeline. So like the I and I and I saw those kinds of things and I said to Haley, I was like, I love how it's edited because it's like it's moving fluidly between the timelines as if they're happening at the exact same time. And so Yes. It's so good. I would highly recommend watching the movie. It is it used to be on Netflix. They might bring it back, but it is only currently streaming on Pluto TV. It's with ads, unfortunately. But <laughs> it's free. So um you get you take what you can get, you know? I guess so. <laughs> we'll go over the cast a little bit. I just wrote I wrote down a little bit of like where these actors were from in case anyone actually cares <laughs> uh but so kaylee adult kaylee is played by <laughs> Car- karen gillian if that's okay. how it's spelled she she's a scottish actress um she is notably from doctor who mm-hmm. she was also in jumanji she's also in guardians of the galaxy she plays nebula okay um which there was a fun fact because during that, during her filming of Oculus, she wore a wig. Oh, so maybe uh, that's why her hair was so weird. Remember, I told you I was like, "Why does her hair look like that?" And it's a wig. <laughs> that makes sense. That does make sense. Fix out. Um, it's because she had short hair or a shaved head for Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Bam, that's commitment. Ah, uh, right. Uh Tim was played by Brenton Thwaites. Hopefully that's right. Um he played in The Giver. He also played in Maleficent. He was Prince Philip. Um he was in Paris of the Caribbean. Marie, so the mom, she's played by uh Katie Sackoff. And she is her main role was she was in Battlestar Galactica. She's also currently in The Mandalorian. Uh and she did a lot of she did a lot of voice stuff for Call of Duty and like mm. video games and stuff. She was also in an episode of CSI. Uh, I only wrote that one down because the guy that plays the dad, Rory Cochran, he yeah. was in he's notably known from Dazed and Confused. Okay. Um, and he was also in CSI and CSI Miami. So. Oh, he must have been a cop or something. Uh, he was a detective, I think, is what it said. But sure. Anyway. And then your boy, James Lafferty. The only thing this man has fucking done notably is One Tree Hill. So. Okay, don't. Don't the only thing he's ever done is One Tree Hill. Notably. Like, everything else I haven't really heard of. He was Nathan fucking Scott. He married his high school sweetheart. He, oh, it's fine. I, I haven't seen the show, so I can't really hear it. But... It's fine. No one I know has seen the show. It's fine. <laughs> in, the, in the movie, the ghost that Catherine was referring to, the seductive ghost. I wonder oh. who she's played by. She is played by Kate Seagal. Whoa. Which is wow. Mike Flanagan's wife. Oh, I lo- she's so pretty. I love her. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm like kind of obsessed with her. 
ever since Haunting of Hill House. Oh. But you haven't have you you haven't seen those, have you? I don't think I've seen that one though. That's the series uh, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. My mom watched Midnight Mass and I've seen some of those episodes though. I know that's the um, one I haven't seen. And my mom's like, well, it's a little dark. And I'm just like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> She's definitely not a horror gal like us. So I don't know why she chose to watch that. I know, right? I don't know. That's kind of the gist of it. Um, the movie basically got a lot of good reviews. I did see this one that was kind of funny to me because the person reviewing it said that the movie left uh, ended on a good note to where it'll leave, like, leave it open for sequels or prequels. Yeah. And I was like, joke's on you. It's not happening. Right. <laughs> the, ending, the ending was actually the only thing that I didn't like. Like, I know. I could, I could hear your disappointment when it was over. <laughs> well, okay. So so in the end, the girl dies. The, the, the sister dies. And she gets, died, she gets killed by her kill switch. And like then, the, then it's over. And the, the you know... The cops come and, you know, it's just, that's the end of it. It's it's like an ambiguous ending. And I feel like movies like that, as much as I appreciate a good ambiguous ending, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like it was a good ambiguous ending. Because as long as you can distance yourself from the mirror, the mirror is never going to get you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you're not in the same place as the mirror, the mirror can never get you. So that guy, it's as although it's ambiguous, he can just go on and live his life, and he'll never have to come in contact with that mirror again if he doesn't make himself do it. Just like she and him never had to do the movie at all together. The whole the whole movie never had to be a movie because you could just choose never to come in contact with that mirror again. The thing about an ambiguous ending is that you don't know if that thing or entity is going to come back and find you. But the mirror can never find you unless you seek it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, Anywho, so I don't have many like interesting fun facts about this movie. But one thing I did find interesting is we could have had this movie a lot sooner. As early as 2006, which is when the short came out. Yeah. His short came out in 2006. And... Apparently, a lot of production companies were wanting to back this movie up and like make it a full-length feature film, but they wanted it to be in found footage style. Oh. And Flanagan was like, no, absolutely not. We're not doing that at all. And yeah, that's why it took so long, because Flanagan, was, Flanagan knew what he wanted. And found footage was not it. So yeah, I don't think that would have done well in found footage. No. Also, you know how the the two timeline thing. He planning mm-hmm. and basically did that on purpose, obviously, to right. create like this disorienting feeling, and he wanted you to feel like how that uh, the characters are feeling. I definitely felt wet blash. Filming only took twenty four days. Which is crazy, but, you know. Uh, and then uh, October 27th, 2012 was when filming wrapped up in Fairhope, Alabama. Yeah, Hush was 18 days in Fairhope, Alabama. 
So I think Mr. Flanagan really likes the South. I mean, okay, so if you were trying to do the same thing in California, you would have to find a house in California that's like big like that. I don't know. I'm just saying it probably is way cheaper to film it in Alabama than California. Yeah, that was uh, Oculus. Like I said, I love this movie. It's a unique movie. I I own this movie, so I really do like this movie. I'm curious, Catherine, what would you rate it out of 10? Um, I'd say a 6 or 7. That's fair. But I thought it was good. I loved the editing. I loved the, like blending of the timelines so that was all really good to me and that's why it still stayed up pretty high in my opinion it's like a i'd say okay six and a half because i said six or seven six and a half there you go i'm gonna give it a seven yeah but yeah i i do love the timelines i love the disorientation um i just think it was a good movie the the ending does feel kind of like it's kind of slow and then all of a sudden it's like really fast and like everything's in your face and just over. Right. right. And um, I would say, okay, so here's, here's another thing. I would potentially rate it higher if it had been released in 2006. You think, you, you think your rating would be higher? Yeah. Because, because it was released early, you know, more recently I mean, it wasn't like that recently, but if I compare it to horror movies that come out at the same time, the other ones that would have come out would have been like House of Wax and like um, Stay Alive. And I, what I said, I said, I said, this kind of seems like Stay Alive to me because like the electronics and everything. But um, I would probably have rated it higher comparative to everything else that was being released back in 2006. Okay, well, Spooky Babes, we appreciate you very much. Go watch Oculus and maybe everything else that Michael Flanagan has done. We're not going to do any more Michael Flanagan stuff. Maybe for right now. Just like we'll give you a Michael Flanagan break for the next few weeks. <laughs> at least <laughs> maybe a month or so. Uh, <laughs> and uh, remember, we care about you. You matter. And if you ever need anything, where you can DM us. And we will send you a meme or some support. And... The world's a better place with you in it, and we will see you in your nightmares. <laughs>